Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, 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 every day. If I call you out, it's because I want you. That's it. I ain't calling you out because I need clout. What you do? What you bring for me other than all the belts? Oh, bro, I'll be your biggest payday. On God, I'll be your biggest payday. I gave Crawford and Porter their biggest payday. So remember that. This is different. You understand? We have Jennifer Lopez, we have Maluma, we have Jay Balbin, we have uh, BoxingVoice.com. What broke him down? Was it just the body punching? punching. Well, I, was, I was hitting him with body punching. I heard him actually he was crying in there. You were saying that Big was crying when yeah. you hit him? Yeah. When, when did that happen? And perhaps the fourth round on. BoxingVoice.com. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. Today, we're going to be previewing or should I say reviewing the press conference and everything that took place in Tiafimo Lopez versus Jermaine Ortiz press conference and obviously discussing the back and forth between Keyshawn Davis and Tiafimo Lopez where it seems that Tiafimo Lopez has instructed Keyshawn Davis not to call him out after his post-fight with Jose Pedraza. Uh, don't know why. But maybe Top Rank has told uh, Keyshawn maybe he can get Tiafimo next. Something we don't know. Obviously, Keyshawn uh, gave us his explanation of it, but said that it was more about a video that was circulating and obviously Tiafimo, um, you know, making fun of Keyshawn asking for a picture. But, you know, Tiafimo expressed that. But, but failed to express that, you know, he instructed Keyshawn not to call him out. Um, now, could he be instructing Keyshawn not to call him out, trying to save him uh, from, you know, the, a, a loss that he would figure Keyshawn would get if he was forced into the ring with him sooner than he should be? Um, or, you know, maybe the way Keyshawn is taking it, right? Like, you are afraid to fight him. And... And that's what I'm assuming Keyshawn is believing because, you know, 
Keyshawn says, well, this man asked me not to call him out, and you take that as you want, right? So that's what he did. He left it for our interpretation. Uh, but I'm assuming this is all coming out because T.O. had it under good notice that he will get called out by Keyshawn, and it would be one of those moments. Maybe, just maybe, they plan for this to be one of those Devin Haney Shakur moments where, you know, Shakur was waiting to get in the ring after the Loma fight, and it was something natural that Top Rank wanted to do. And Shakur came out and said, look, I didn't want to do that. They asked me to do that, right? So is that a reason maybe why Tia was telling Keyshawn don't do it because he understands that it's not something naturally coming from him and more something that's coming from the higher-ups, the brash over at top rank trying to make fights? We'll see, but I do got some evidence to show you where I'm coming up with this cocky, mamey uh, idea. But really, it, it, it was all there. It just went under our radar. So here's the first clip that uh, clearly shows that and talks about it. Let's uh, rewind that. What's going on over here with you guys? I hear there's chatter back and forth. Uh, what's happening? I ain't going to say exactly what we were saying. Let's see if we could hear that. I didn't even know Tio said nothing. I didn't have my headphones first time I heard it. He does say something. Can we make those words out? Uh, what's happening? Maturity? Exactly Did he say maturity? Uh, what's happening? I, I can't make out that one word because Tio had this weird thing going on where he was reading a book during the press conference. Now, I don't know. You know, uh, we, we know now Tio is is up for the publicity stunts. He's up to get attention. So, um, obviously, this book was meant to draw attention and give us something to talk about. But I can't hear what he's saying. So we'll just let the pl clip play throughout. What's on over here with you guys? I hear there's chatter back and forth. Uh, what, what's happening? I ain't going to say exactly what we were saying, but, um, you know. Going to go back there for a second, as you can see. When Keyshawn says, I'm not going to say exactly what we're saying, uh, T.O. expresses, you know, content with that and gives him the thumbs up. So just rewinding that so you can see. I ain't going to say exactly what we were saying, but. Um, see, gives the thumb up. Fake reading the book, though. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tio, multitasking and shit. Reading, throwing thumbs up, understanding different things. Uh, so, yeah, let's get back to that clip. You know, just seeing things in the media and videos and stuff like that. And, you know, fighters like to bring up things that happen. So slowing it down, as he says, seeing things in the media and stuff like that, like for me, this is Keyshawn confronting Tio about an interview that he's seen where Keyshawn uh, was made to look less than by being some sort of groupie because he asked for a, Tio with picture, uh, a picture with Tio. Uh, I guess Tio tried to show that in the wrong light. Keyshawn didn't really like it, and that's why he's addressing the entire situation. Just to give you context. You guys, I hear there's chatter back and forth. Uh, what, what's happening? 
ain't gonna say exactly what we were saying, but um, you know, just seeing things in the media and videos and stuff like that, and you know, fighters like to bring up things that happen, you know, behind closed doors, but they don't speak on everything that happened. So yeah, you know, I asked for a picture, but this man did tell me not to call him out after this fight. So you take that for what it is. Now over here with you guys, I hear he says, you know. Let's go one more time. Just chatter back and forth. Uh, what's happening? I ain't going to say exactly what we were saying, but, um, you know, just seeing things in the media and videos and stuff like that. And, you know, fighters like to bring up things that happen, you know, behind closed doors. So things that happen behind closed doors, to me, sounds like a spawn session. To me, that sounds like a spawn session. And the fact that he's about to say, you don't bring up the whole story means that the spawn session was both ways. And the fact that he doubles down and says, you know, you told me not to call you out, maybe that spawn session went a little better. But they don't speak on everything that happened. See, they don't speak on everything that happened. So, yeah, you know, I asked for a picture, but this man did tell me not to call him out after this fight. So you take that for what it is. So, again, you take that for what it is, you know. What do, what do you think T.O. is telling Davis by telling him not to call him out? Um, is it more like, yo, I'm trying to save you, you not ready for me? Or is it more like, I'm afraid of you, I'm not ready for you? Um, where do you think this energy is coming from? And obviously, you know, what, how do you interpret it? What do you think this means? Because uh, I did find it a little strange out of all this, you know, uh, yeah, because Keyshawn is ranked high in the WBO. So, again, the, the, the whole storyline of him calling out T.O. Uh, can make sense, but it is a division above. Keyshawn is still at 35. So why is he even talking about calling out T.O. unless this is a old conversation that's being brought to light because of the picture situation, you know, somehow shaming Keyshawn, so he's bringing out the, the rest of the details, but this is past his sell date because now T.O. is at 40. But outside of that, um, we are reviewing the press conference. Um, it wasn't really the best press conference. Uh, it, it was extremely short. Uh, I want to say maybe 20 minutes or so. It was probably a set of maybe three questions per main event and maybe two questions per co-main event. Um, not a lot of juice. If anything, there was more talk from Keyshawn than anyone else. And, and, and obviously, he wasn't doing too much to get our attention. He was just saying the right things. But um, not the... Uh, not the best press conference in terms of action or entertainment. Uh, it just didn't bring that value. Not, not, not today. Um, Pedraza said the right things, though. You know, he seems like he's going to be putting on the best possible fight that he can put on at this stage of his career. Um, he understands that Keyshawn has a lot of experience, but he also feels like that experience isn't in the pros so uh you know he even went as far you know well he was asked so it's not like he came out and said this on his own but uh they they, they set him up 
to be able to say this, and we can use it as a headline, and, and that, yes, that, that, that Kishon made a mistake uh, choosing Pedraza, uh, but he also doubled down and said that he made a mistake choosing Kishon, you know, so he, he's playing Mr. Good Guy, both sides of the fence, Pedraza is. Uh, we'll see what he brings. Remember that he's going to be coming down and wait after so much time. We really don't know what Pedraza has, but... Um, once again, we're just preview, uh, excuse me, reviewing the press conference. Wasn't a lot there, you know. Jermaine Ortiz, he did the best that he can do. But, uh, you know, he made it clear that he doesn't wear any emotion. You know, he does his talking in the ring. Uh, the respect that people think is being shown pre-fight isn't really respect. According to Jermaine, it's just composure. It's just maturity. He doesn't feel the need to yell scream or holler before the fight. Um, so we'll see what that translates to in an actual ring. And does it mean, you know, good boxing for us? But uh, that's pretty much it. So there is the one thing I'm struggling here because I, I'm like, man, I should just let this go. But I do feel some type of way with the Keyshawn situation and the marijuana and him taking that opportunity to kind of blame marijuana for whatever he had going on. And, uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I obviously am not in his body, um, and, 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 you know, he is saying that his body is uh, reacting differently now while, while not on the plant. Um, according to Dan Rayfield, you know, he spoke of uh, previous stress and uh, reasons why he began smoking. Um, According to Keyshawn Davis, and I quote, I've been through serious mental health issues. And this was on the Cigar Talk podcast uh, about what got him smoking. And I quote, back then, before I was even on the Olympic team, I used to do things to harm myself. I went to a mental home. I was on medication for my mental health Daily, just throughout that process, I was still smoking. Ever since I put the weed down, I've been a way better person, man. My coaches see it. They say that I got way more energy. Even people at the Las Vegas UFC facility I train at, they're like, I don't know, Keyshawn. Just there's something different about you this camp. I feel like you just taking it more serious, like I said. I had to ask God and reflect on myself to overcome the addiction. Um, I don't know if this was put up, like this was presented to him as some way to clean his image. Um, 
but it sounds completely different from the Keyshawn that came out and took responsibility for himself and this Keyshawn. Again, I don't know if everything I just read is an attempt to cover up why he was smoking and, and give the world a good excuse so we can um, ride with him again. Uh, but it, I, I don't know. As a marijuana smoker, it makes me feel weird. You know, um, he went as far as saying that, like, his stomach issues probably came from the marijuana. And uh, I don't know. I, I You know, just seems all strange to me. Um, and a bit disappointing. You know, a bit disappointing because... Uh, as a marijuana smoker, you know, when he came out, uh, I was uh, greatly backing him because I was shocked that he was performing on that level while on the plant. Um, I never once success suspected that he was on the plant. He never looked like he got tired in any of his fights. The fact that he's saying that the people around him... Uh, believe that he looks so much better, you know, I want to see it. Are we going to see it show up in this Pedraza fight? Um, you know, yes, when I was boxing, I stopped smoking. I get it. But again, he was doing it on the high level winning. And we only found out because of a post-fight screening not because he did bad, not because he performed in a manner that wasn't like himself and we were questioning what was going on. We had no, no, no reason to believe there was anything going on. He was performing great. It's not like we ever said he gave us a bad performance. It's not like we ever said he's a four-round fighter or a six-round fighter. It's not like we ever said he's huffing and puffing. So I was just taken back. You know, um, granted, no one's in his body. No one knows what he's mentally going through or what got him started. But it just, again, it just felt like a totally different Keyshawn from the one that accepted responsibility and, and, and this one, you know. Um, but he says, I can't wait for Thursday. I'm looking forward to an amazing performance, David said. I'm trying to stop Pedraza. He's only been stopped once by another Davis. Now it's going to happen with a Davis from a new generation. I feel like this is my breakout fight. It's going to put me at the top level. He has experience, but I've dealt with that before. It doesn't make a difference. It's just another fight, another opponent coming to win. This is going to be a fight. I finally feel like I'm going to be in there with someone who can really fight. Whatever game plan he has, I feel like I'm going to test, excuse me, I feel like it's going to test me, and I'm going to rise to the occasion. So uh, this is why I believe they told him to say what he said. Promoter top, uh, to promoter Todd DeBuff had this to say. The maturity he is expressing at this point is very similar to the arc of what a fighter that comes out of the Olympics highly heralded, and they have to stub their toe at times. They have to figure it out, how to adjust after they do that, whatever that is. Um, we were not aware 
that he was smoking marijuana. It's not for me to tell him or to do it or not. But obviously, he has some shame. And what I've noticed is he has a desire to prove everybody that he's better than what he's shown in his last couple of fights. Again, I don't think he performed bad in the last couple of fights. I have never seen um, Keyshawn give shades of getting tired, being exhausted, uh, needing to run, lack of strength and conditioning, lack of activity, lack of letting his hands go. i just never seen that. Again, it was the most beautifulest thing for me as a marijuana smoker to realize that he smoked and he was able to perform on the highest level. Now, obviously, he hadn't won a world title yet, so that's not championship level. But we seen no flaw in Keyshawn. We was matching him with, with, with Frank. We was matching him with Schofield. You know, we were already talking about him reigning in the 135-pound division alongside a guy like Shakur because they were friends and we figured they weren't going to fight each other. We never once seen or pictured Keyshawn as a failing star. So all this is just coming out of left field for me. So what he smoked a little marijuana, we never thought he looked bad. We never thought he looked sluggish. We never had anything playing in the back of our mind, like, I wonder what Keyshawn's doing or not doing in camp. So I don't know, man. I could just be taking it personally because I smoke, and I feel like they're trying to shame the plant, blame the plant. But I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Honest to God, I'm not. Uh, but that's all. You know, that's my little review. If you want to call in, you know what to do. Um, you know, the number to call isn't working again. We are only using uh, Discord and Twitter spaces at the moment. And for whatever reason, our Discord stopped. So we're going to go ahead and restart that and uh, try and get it going again. But if you do want to call in, you want to express anything, if you watch the press conference, now is the time to do so. Uh, yeah, let me go out to... James Benitez, real quick. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It'll put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans that don't know. We rocking out daily. James, what's up? James, you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out to you, man. Shout out to the community, man. Hey, Ness, man. Um, you know, but hearing that Keyshawn was going through mental health issues and things like that, man, you know, that I got a soft spot for that, man, because I went through my own issues in my life, man. So I get it, you know, but I just never used marijuana as an outlet or even those uh, suicidal thoughts, man. So hopefully, I hope he is really overcoming all that, man, and I just want to see him be the star that he's destined to be, man. Um, I like the, I like that, I like the subliminal that message that we might be getting through this, man. That he might be actually finally moving out the way of Shakur, so they don't clash course and everything like that. And he may move up to 140 and take that Teal smoke, which I would love that fight. Which honestly will be a great, will be a great business move not only for him but for Top Rank, because man. T.O., man, T.O. is like a fucking goddamn, um, he's like a firecracker, man. 
and I know they just waiting for the opportunity to probably cut ties with T.O. So, I mean, you might as well serve him up to Keyshawn if they really believe that he's ready for that fight. And if sparring is really good as they as, as it's advertised, man, put him to the test. Uh, for Traza playing both sides of the fence, that sounds like retirement talk to me, Ness. I think Keyshawn's probably going to go ahead and walk through him and everything and give, him a, give us a stellar performance that night. Um, T, on the other hand, I'm not too high on Jermaine Ortiz. So, you know, it is what it is. I've been saying knockout for the past couple of months. Um, other than that, who else is on the card? We getting Tiger Johnson. We getting any other um, reappearances from the um, from the normal top top ranked prospects? Who else is on there? Yeah, um, the return of uh, heavyweight Antonio Cepeda out of the May okay. Weather Gym. You got George Acosta. He's back and he's going to be taking on Renee Tellis Grillon. Shout out to Elliot and uh, the manager of Tevin Farmer. That's their guy. You got uh, Art okay. Barrera Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking on Michael Potales. Never heard of them. Alan Garcia, our guy. He's back in another six-rounder versus Tomas Onelius. Charlie Sheehy, he's back. Then you got Javier Martinez okay. from Milwaukee. Abdullah Mason, Keyshawn, and then Tio. It isn't the oh, best undercard. It, it doesn't have the... The usual suspect undercard. Gotcha. You said our guy, so you talking about Bruce from Chicago. He's on this card. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, our guy, okay. Alan Garcia, that we've interviewed, he tra- he's trained by Coach G, that. the female trainer. Oh, oh, um, Kid Kansas. Yes, Kid Kansas. Gotcha. Kid Kansas. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. I mean, it's a good card for Thursday night, man. I have no complaints with that, man. So I'm looking forward to watching that card. Um, other than that, Ness, man, um, hey, man, I know a lot of people in the community love to talk shit, love to bark and bite. Hey, Ness, man, um, if I'm in if I'm in good shape by July, man, lock me in, man. If not, I'll just donate the money to sponsor a fighter. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Me and the family will get back in the gym, man. So I give my word on that, man. I'm trying not to be in the super chubby way to no shit like that, but um trying to put in some work, man. So um, I'll holler at you, Ness. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Jay Swift, what up? Jay Swift. You got to unmute, Jay. I'm, I'm unmuting. I'm cooking at the same time. Well, I just started, actually. But um, I love the soliloquy um, in the lead-up about what you were saying, too, uh, about Keith. It's kind of, it makes me think that, you know, people out here do support uh, Black people. I know you're... uh, Moreno, so you're still black people, even though you speak Spanish. Pero, when I look at athletes, I see athletes as a fine-tuned machine. You feel me? And when you... You can do a few things to add to your 
fine tool machine and you can do a few things to disrupt it. And that happened with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, when he was young, he was a fine, when he was with Custom Model, he was a fine tool machine. Um, when Cus died, he was a fine tool machine. But when he got with um, Don King, Don King started him and, and, and that chick, I forgot, Robin Givens, they started feeding him a thousand milligrams of some some psych med. And that took him way out of his element. Now, he had won like a million championships. He, he had won like uh, a billion belts. So, you know, it didn't look like anything. But when you start talking about Keyshawn Davis, a lot of us are waiting for him to come into his own and start smashing people for these belts. However, when you look at who's actually managing him, and then they find out, y'all, he smokes weed once in a while, he's not looking like the best top shape uh, fighter in his weight class. And even if he is... But, champ, that doesn't are you telling me that I'm that's sorry. what you noticed? Are you telling me you noticed a lazy, a uh, 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 marijuana no, no, using Keyshawn? I don't think no. it was evident. No. no, I don't think so. What I'm saying is the managers um, have been seeing this for a minute. And a lot of I managers... I mean, you just heard the promoter. I read the quote, champ. The, the promoter said they didn't even know. Okay. However, the end result is, you know, you got a lot to win. You got to do a lot to win it. And you can't do it by um, uh, uh, slowing yourself down because that's what marijuana does. It slows you down. What? Yes. What? Yo, fams, that's what I'm saying. You see, that's, this is why I'm so tight about the situation. Again, I Whoa. repeat the obvious. The obvious was we as a community, we call ourselves hardcore boxing fans. We did not know. We had no clue Keyshawn was smoking. Don't lie. Don't come on and saying we seen in the past fights, his performances, his managers, his tra the train the motherfucking trainers didn't know. And the motherfucking promoter just said he ain't no. Come on, bro. Like, again, that's again why I'm so mad. The dude was performing on a high level and was not showing signs of fatigue and signs of usage. Counterpunch, Tyrant. Yo, yo, what's good, champ? What up? Shouts out to Undisputed Boxing Podcast of the World, TBV. Hope everyone blessed tuning in. Um, yeah, it, it was a good press conference. Um, I, I like T.O. Uh, mood, uh, you know, calm, collective, you know, uh, Mike Gordo. 
Um, I really don't. Come take on, too champ. Much. You gonna fake it? You so you enjoyed the fake fucking what? book reading? I mean, I mean to me, I mean to me, yeah, because I mean the <sighs> way that T.O. has been, 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 been. It, I mean, it was silly, silly, but like, like he said, you know, like they said, you know, uh, this is getting, you know, basically promoted like a circus. He said, yeah, I'm the biggest clown in boxing. So I mean, it it, it, it works for T.O. I mean, everybody going to. You know, um, pick OTO, what he does and what he don't do. To me, I liked him reading the book, Up There Comic Collector. The same when um, Keyshawn said, Yo, oh, Jeff. we took a picture together. What, huh. was, what was the over-under that motherfucker wasn't reading nothing? I mean, he, pro- he probably wasn't, or he probably was. I mean, he said he was reading a Bruce Lee book. I mean, Tim, he probably was reading a little bit, a few pages, or act like, I mean, shoot. I mean, hey, I'm not going to mad. It, 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 it was a funny look, man. My girl, we were just watching it, and she was like, I know he just ain't read a book. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's Tio. I mean, hated the love. I mean, I think it, it, it was cool. Something different at the press conference. Um, I mean, even when, um, you know, Keyshawn said, yeah, we took a picture, and he told me don't call him out. I, I didn't really think too much of it. Um, you know, I saw the uh, workouts with Keyshawn after. He was saying he wanted to fight Navarate, so I don't see – you know, I think Keyshawn just try to take, take, um, you know, take a full advantage of that moment in time. Um, but I don't, I don't see, you know, them two taking a the picture, then Keyshawn posting it, then all of a sudden Tio say, oh yeah, just don't call me out after the fight. Like that, they're they're not even on that trajectory. So I don't really make too much of it. Um, I was surprised to see how tall Jermaine Ortiz was, probably because the shoes and it looked like Tio had flats on or something like that, but. I did see the height difference. Um, I was a little bit surprised about that. Um, but overall, I mean, it was it was a cool little press conference. Uh, Keyshawn said he coming to fight. Um, I like when, you know, Prasad said, I'm going to make a long night. And Keyshawn like, I'm going to make a long night for him. So um, I'm anxious to see what Keyshawn do. Uh, you can take advantage, you know, stop. Prasad, I'm going to see. Um, put a little sprinkle on that. But overall, I mean, it, it, it was cool. I'm anxious to see the way in tomorrow, see, you know, how, how the fighters look. But um, and, and as far as the marijuana, man, if, if I was Keyshawn, I was like, it is what it is. You know, you got Kevin Durant was speaking on it, other athletes and other sports speaking on it. If I was Keyshawn, I would have like, we in Vegas, right? Hey, I'm about to hit up Hardeen after I whooped this boy. I would have did some joking, but... I mean, it is what it is, but uh, it was a cool little press conference. But uh, I appreciate you taking my call, champ. Shouts out TBV. Still tuning in. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, man. Up next, we got Marcus. What up? Yo, what up, what up? What up, what's You know what's always delayed. What's good? All right, so I have a question about T.O. So I, I, I'm i just starting to get on to him and stuff like that, just tra- starting to watch his stuff. What's up with him always bringing up black people and white people? Like, he, is he too, is he not white enough? Is he not black enough? What What's what's his demeanor, I guess? Is he, he is, said was he that the today? that was mad about, yeah, he said it today. He's been saying it um, in interviews, he said it in an interview today. He said it, um, he brought race in the press conference, I believe. He also, he was on Ariel Hawani's show on Monday. He brought race into it. I'm just like, what's his M.O. with this whole race thing? I don't know, man. Honestly, I didn't even know he did it again on Ariel Hawani or this, because I watched the whole press conference and they didn't bring up race in the, in the top-ranked press conference. 
So I haven't seen any post press conference interviews where he brought it up. Uh, you know, we all know that he had some sort of issue with black fighters on ESPN getting more attention. Um, but okay, so that was I him. Don't even, that was him that said that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he certainly said like uh, I I don't want to you know put words in the mouth, but so, something like that, like you know, like they like they ESPN. Uh, and top rank are prioritizing the African American fighter over other fighters. I got you. I got you. I mean, he took and, a uh, shot at the press thing. conference, but not at race. Like I seen him take a shot, say something like, "We we we a couple hundred tickets away from twelve thousand real tickets sold. No 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 reduced ten dollar prices. No free tickets." But again, he didn't take a shot at race. I just seen like I felt like like that was a shot at. You know, the people that sell tickets to Ryan, the Tanks, the Devons. I got you. It seemed like, maybe because I've heard, like, I literally just heard an interview, like, two interviews that he brought up race then. Maybe I'm getting confused. I no, saw the press, I mean, he has, like I said, like I said, he, yeah. had, he has said that shit about, you know, uh, black fires being prioritized on ESPN in the past. I don't know what he said today about race, though. I only watched yeah. the main press conference video. Yeah, he said something. He was like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm not white enough. I don't know if I'm not black enough. We're all from Africa. Um, it's only one race. It's the human race. It was, it was kind of weird. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, he probably so he trying to, he probably yeah. trying to, uh, you know, fit, show face, right? Like people didn't like when he said what he said. You know, he lost some fans, so maybe now he's trying to go back to we all come from Africa. Shit, I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. And one last thing before I go. He was definitely not reading that book. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Bro, I ain't even see him flip pages. Word to mother, I ain't see him flip pages. Like maybe he was stuck on one chapter and just kept rereading it to stay focused or stay grounded or it gives him something. But like, I ain't even see him flipping pages. Um, but yeah, you know, look, it 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 made us talk. He does. He 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 does what he needs to do to get us to to talking, man. That's for sure. Um, does that translate in the in the sales? Like again, he is reporting he's a couple hundred away from selling twelve thousand tickets on a Thursday. That's a bad look for Shakur. I'ma just keep it real. Shakur was the last Thursday night fight. If your man sell twelve thousand, that's that's not a good look for you. You know what I mean? That's, you know what I mean? Like people, people was trying to use the excuse that it was a Thursday and that F1, you know, had motherfuckers busy. But, you know, this football weekend, I don't know shit about football, but I hear it's pretty big. You know, and if you can still sell 12,000 tickets, then you might be pretty big. Just saying. I don't know. Your opinion. You can call in. You can request on Discord. We got numbers. Mic check, mic check. What two, what two? Naz, quit hitting that shit so damn hard, bro. You gonna cough up a lung, man. Hey, man. Anyways. I ain't tapping out like like Keyshawn, <laughs> man. I ain't tapping out. Hey, um, build build me for for if I go over because I do want to get into that. I think I was I, I enjoyed that monologue at the beginning. Uh, I think, man, you know, as someone who's dealt with uh, substance abuse myself, I didn't see anything to where it looked like he was abusing 
marijuana, you know what I mean? But what some studies have come out is that excessive amount of weed has resulted in like, like, you know, uh, it exposes like really thin skin, uh, stomach, you know what I mean? Like, like thin stomach layer, whatever, like the irritable, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, it can lead to certain psychosis episodes from with young people if they smoking too much weed. So if it doesn't help, you know what I mean? It's just not for everybody if you're smoking it all day, every day, which I didn't see, right? We do know that if you're smoking it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to reduce your, you know, you have to work twice as hard to keep up the normal amount of cardio and, and lung capacity. So if it helps him, you know, good for him. You know, I didn't see anything of it. They're talking about it like if it's fucking heroin, man. They're talking about it like if it's crack. It's not that, bro. It's just... That's what's that's what's annoying on my end, where it's like, come on, bro, like, what? It's almost legal in all the fifty states, and we're talking about it like it's a it's a class. Uh, I believe it's class one, still federally. Like that's corny, bro. But you know, hey, to each his own. Um, you know, I ain't judging. You know, myself personally, and I ain't mad at it that he's off of it. It just did sound weird that they made it sound like it's like you know, up there with you know heroin or you know, it sounded more like like pills to be honest like what he what he what he was talking about like xanax or uh or benzos but you know that's just me on top of the of the presser bro i fucking this is this is the showman bro i don't know why you're so pressed about tio why are you mad at tio man if he's reading one or two pages what's the, what he's taking a page out of lebron bro like it's <laughs> entertainment oh, oh lebron did that LeBron's been, he's known for starting a book, like getting the cameraman and he's only like on page two or three. And then it's a Bruce Lee, you know, like quotation book, man. Like it's not, you know, he's not reading a physics diagram of violence or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, it's probably like 10 sentences in that first page. You know what I mean? So it's just, I just thought it was funny. I think that shit, just by listening to the other people, the other fighters, like who wouldn't just pop out a book? It was kind of a weird uh, setup in that, Bruh, in that press come conference. On. It's I didn't a really press like conference. It. Like you're supposed to be, you know, giving off positive vibes. You're supposed to be. I do get that. Tuning in with your that. with your viewing audience, hyping up your 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 performance that comes in the next few days. Mm. Not on some be. Fucking in the room. death poetry jam. You feel me? Like, yeah. 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 He yeah. like, yo, bro, Mark Chinook was talking to him and he literally like had to fake, put the book down. Fake reading, taking like Chinook is almost finished with the question. He's still in the book. He finally closes it. Then he turns and answers, like, bro, that could be taken as disrespect. Like, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Look at me in my yeah, fucking yeah. face. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, this is the antagonizer, you know what I mean? And that's why it's entertaining, like, but I do get that. that that's the part where if you already don't like Tio, he's going to rub you the wrong way, you know what I mean? Uh, me, personally, I just thought it was funny, but I can't see how it's seen, like, as unprofessional. I was just looking at the odds for KO. Uh, it's at plus 175, KO, TKO, and... Uh, uh, Ooh, for Tio to get the KO, TKO is plus 175? Yeah. Plus one seventy five right now on DraftKings. Yeah, it's a uh, minus one seventy for money. Yeah, but line. when Tio got a knockout, because you know what I'm saying he it's ain't not, he ain't he don't knock out high level fighters like he ain't knock out yeah. Loma, he ain't knock out Teller. Uh, well, he did knock yeah, out Komei. I guess you know that is a champion is a high level fighter. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so you know, it's not a bad it's not a bad bet if you want if you want to put some action on that. Me, I think I'm just going to stick with the money line. I have some action in the in the back call with that. So that's what I'm going to that's what my picks in. I don't know. I think he ain't get a knockout over someone serious in no, a minute. I, I'm definitely He didn't knock out Teller. He didn't knock out Sandor. He knocked out Gampa, so but Gampa's we... not on that level. He didn't knock out George. He what? didn't knock out Vasil. He knocked out Komei, but he didn't knock out Nakatani. Uh, but I, why does he get this rep as a hard puncher, though, like as a power I mean, he got power. He got power. Look at the way he, he throws. Look at all the talk. Like He, he moves, jumps he in the back, shots. Yeah. He, he got power, but that don't mean it's con concussive knockout power. But, like... Uh, I mean, it's very. I mean, the the record is clear as day. It's like knockout, no knockout, knockout, no knockout, knockout, no knockout, knockout, no knockout, knockout. No, I mean, no knockout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sticking with money line myself. So that's what that's what I'm going with. Um, you know, just shout out to you, V man. Just you know, I've been gone for a couple of days, but you know, if sometimes if I don't got nothing to say about something that don't, you know, that's where my casualness comes in, man. Like, I don't, you know, but shout out TBV, man. Shout out Eunice. Nah, for sure, man. Appreciate you calling in. Yeah, I mean, let me just screen share this. Yeah, because, you know, there is that 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 thought that he has this power and he may have power. Uh, is it knockout power or is it, I'm going to get your attention. I could get your respect power, right? So, uh, as you can see, if you go all the way back, right, to Diego Magdaleno. So, nice name, you know, knockout. Next fight, I don't know who this is. Tatili, no knockout. Next fight, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Magdaleno knockout. Next fight, knockout. Nakatani, no knockout. Next fight, Komei, knockout. Next fight, Vasil, no knockout. Next fight, Je George Cambosos, no knockout. Next fight, Pedro Campas, knockout. Martin, no knockout. Taylor, no knockout. Ah, ah, ah. I don't know. Jermaine, look, he, he, he seems durable. You know, uh, he didn't get stopped by Vasil, but Vasil doesn't have the power or, or the weight of a T.O. So it could be different. We'll see. Uh, we got Bordy. Welcome to the prospect level. Salute to you. Appreciate the support. Remember, if we get to 500 thumbs up, we open up the free chat. Right now, we need you to... Help us, which is absolutely free to hit the thumbs up. It's going to help the algorithm put this episode in the eyes of other boxing fans, you know, and uh, we'll grow. We got RRT Boxing with Mr. A, $5 Super Chat. He says, I'm going with my third option. Don't be a puppet. Hashtag Hardeen. Face in the clouds and face in Hardeen smoke three times. Matt Bent. Well, I wonder if he means don't be a puppet. Is that addressed at the whole Keyshawn thing? What are you talking about? Please let us know. Matt Bent, one hundred five dollars. Daily dose of uh, daily dose of Tanquil Pedraza, ripe. Keyshawn Davis might choke. Jermaine Ortiz will give Tio a tough, rough fight. The fans win. Tank twenty twenty four. TDDT, $5 super chat from Canada. He says, did this guy just said to serve Tio to Keyshawn? Laughing out loud twice. Um, well, again, I mean, I, I guess he's interpreting that way because of what took place, right? Why else is 
T.O. concerned whether or not Keyshawn calls him out. Something's fishy there. You know, Keyshawn's at 35. Why is this even a conversation today before, you know, weigh-ins? Like, what, what was that about? So, um, yeah, I don't know what you had an issue with. with maybe it was the term serve up. I don't know who said that because I certainly don't think they would be serving him up. But I can see anyone that does use that term because of the lack of in-ring experience that Keyshawn has. While he has a lot of world international experience, he doesn't have the experience in a professional setting that my boy Keish, I was about to say Keyshawn, that my boy Tiafimo Lopez has. We got to remember that T.O. has been on a higher stage with some of the best fighters. So those butterflies that you get, he's felt them and, 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 and lived through that and gone through that. Uh, Keyshawn still don't know if the stomach pains he's feeling is coming from marijuana or butterflies. Yeah. Cliff, Connecticut, what it do? Cliff, you busy? Going once. Gotta unmute twice. Okay. You, you heard you heard the nigga? You hear a nigga? Yeah. Uh yeah, like I ain't gonna play doctor or nothing with the with the marijuana and shit. It's pros and cons to, to everything. Like, so I'll just leave it at that. But I do wanna say something to everybody who lives you know in the south, um, wherever you live, West Coast, you know what I mean, Midwest, North, whatever, whatever. Where Tio Tio's from New York, right? And I'm from New York. I'm from Connecticut, you know, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, like this little section of the East Coast, like you no know, Puerto Ricans and blacks, like it, it, we stick together, like we all the same. My best friends is Puerto Ricans. They all can say nigga whenever they want. They can say whatever they want about black people. We can say whatever we want about Puerto Rican people, and we never get offended. We don't look at it as a racial thing. Ness, I thank you from the East Coast, so you might be able to co-sign. I don't know what your experience is over here. Yeah, no, so that's what I said. So if saying things like that, you know, so whatever Tio says like that, he's probably just a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna use the word ignorant to how the the rest of the world may may see it because I have heard like that you know what I mean down south or wherever else like they don't they they don't mesh the same like they don't understand how other races outside of black could you know use the word Nick we rock together like Puerto Ricans blacks there's no like we're all the same. So I'm I'm gonna just want to say that for anybody who may have think that T.O. might be racist or whatever he may be, nah, he just thinks he could speak on black people because where he's from, you could speak on black people like, and and we're not gonna feel offended like. So he feels like he's one of us. That's why he told Bud like I got that shit in me. But anyways, let's get down to the to the boxing. I feel like Tio telling um Keyshawn not to call him out is a, us like reading into a bunch of nothing because Keyshawn is a young fighter with nine fights. The 135 division is like ready for him. 140 is the most toughest division. If he did move up and fight Tio, and even if he beat Tio, like what is he gonna do? Like he's that's not he's not ready for that. That's not where he should be. I mean, There's Cliff, plenty of fight. If you could beat Tio, you're ready. 
Yeah, yeah, but that's not where he wants to be, though. I mean, that's not that's not good for him. I mean, he it sounds like, oh, like he the one be. It sounds like he the one being told not to do it. So it sounds like he wants to do it. it sounds like he that's something he He's, believes. Well, I don't think that's what he believes. I feel like these fighters are all very sensitive, like all athletes, and Tio just don't want someone sizing. Him up. Remember when Shakur and um Teal went Shakur went in Teal's dressing room and he was like, damn, you sized me up and they ain't been the right ever since. It's just some the way that these athletes already got like this real fragile type of like thing about them. I don't know what to call it, but they're all very sensitive. So he's like, yo, just don't say my name. But there ain't no place for Keyshawn to say his name because Keyshawn has Andy Cruz. He got Andy's uh, behind Austin. him. Don't he do got... that. Don't do that. Andy's behind I, him. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, though, Ness. There's great Olympians. Yeah, but Andy I don't got a better wait. Olympian but than I, Keyshawn. But I, I, just because you and I right. fought in the amateurs don't mean I got to put my career on pause and wait for you to play catch up to me. Like Keyshawn is is nowhere near the level that Andy is. He only I only got nine. I only have not. I, hold, nah, hold up though. I only got nine fights as Keyshawn and Andy's debut is one of my like my six or seven fights. For sure, so for I'm sure. Not that far behind you. But you all, if we talk about right, Keyshawn so, calling out Tio and, and, and Keyshawn literally is in the top five in every sanction, and then yeah, we is you is far behind me. Ain't nobody talking like like when the last time you heard. Listen, you you call in and you just listen sometimes because you were on your third shift. So when the last time you heard anyone call right, in here right. and say Andy Cruz is ready for a title shot, that right there tell you that Keyshawn is on a whole nother level. When do we call up and talk about Keyshawn on a title shot? When did you ever I mean, put that in your motherfucking? All right, um, check it out. Check it title. out. I'm gonna remind you a few times, right? Like remember. On multiple occasions, whether me or other callers and, and people from this community. Devin was just undisputed. I ain't, I didn't see you matching him up first, Devin. So All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh Go ahead, your memory. I'm gonna refresh your memory. Have you have you or have you not heard the term? Oh, they won't fight each other. They gonna end up reigning together. Shakur, yeah. If that, I Shakur and Keyshawn. Shakur and Keyshawn. So. So we automatically are expecting him to be a champion, champ. That's what I'm saying. Like, we know he liked that. We've been saying we that. Should we, him, we, we should. Think about this. We've been matching him with Floyd. We've been matching him with Floyd Schofield. We've been matching him with Frank, who was about to get a title shot with Shakur. Yeah, and it's I now mention Frank. And now, and now it's rumored to get a title shot with Tank. So, like, yeah, we been thought Keyshawn was like that. You just forgetting. Yeah, we do. We. No, I'm not forgetting. I think he's like that for the 135 division. What you just said, I feel like, made my argument. You just basically put a whole fuckload of potential fights and just greatness to accomplish in the 135 division. So why do you leave that division when you're on when you're not even accomplished in that division yet and everybody sees I mean, so much I'm, expectation the and biggest potential thing we said. for you right the, there in that division. But, but, now you skip to 140, what the fuck do you have after Tio to lose to Devin, to maybe whoa. get stopped by Matias? But that's what to, I'm saying, for, why get, you, for Antoine Russell to but, fucking put you out? But that champ. is the most competitive division in boxing. Why do you leave where you're at where you haven't done nothing and you have the world in front of you to jump to 140. But, but champ, I don't what, understand why that right, would be smart. All right, all right, calm down. But for starters, no one gave this much pushback to 
Virgil. So Keyshawn is, is within his right to do like Virgil, not win a title, and I'm talking about Virgil, not win a title at 40, 47, and is now campaigning at 54 where he still ain't win a title. But so he if Keyshawn, sick. he couldn't even make the fights. That's, that's one. A bad that's example. no, it's not. That's one occasion. That's one occasion. He wasn't sick at forty. Uh, he decided to move. How up How many from, fights did he miss? He decided. Ahead, he decided to move up from. No, I'm just giving you facts. He decided to move up from forty because at the time he was at forty, Jose Ramirez was a champ. Mikey Garcia was still active and a champ or a big ass name. So he his videos of him saying like, "I ain't my stablemates in this division." So he moved up. That ain't our problem. All I'm saying is we didn't give him shit. Like, as a fighter, you entitled to do what you want. This is your career. If T.O. don't want to, if he just want to keep going after number ones, like I said this before, I said, yo, if T.O. already beat two lineal champs and his his thing is to go after lineal champs, you can't be mad that he want Crawford. That's his thing. I'm trying to get a third lineal champ. The same way Crawford trying to be a three-time undisputed, he trying to be a three-time lineal champ scout killer. You feel me? So who are we to say what accolades you need to go for? You know, uh, so again, if Keyshawn what, is what seeing an opportunity, again, I'm bringing it back. If Keyshawn is being given an opportunity, because again, I don't think this is random. Why would it be random? When has boxing been random? You know, why is this conversation being brought up? Uh, why was it highlighted on the press conference? These are cr crumbs that the, the promoters probably dropping because they need to get opponents for T.O. They need opponents for T.O., so they're going to offer the silver melodies with the experience with the BOMAC team. Maybe they offered them the fight. We, we don't know. Maybe the, maybe the silver medalist sat down with Bob and, and, and Todd DeBuff and was like, I want the fight. I think I'm ready for the fight. What, do you think his handlers would agree with him? I mean, maybe. Like I mean, I don't think that he has any fancy handlers. I think it's him and his moms, bro. I don't, well, what, I, like, how do I, you I, feel? I don't remember. When you look at the 35 division and you see all the space and opportunity, the face of boxing's in that division as well, and then you look at the 40 most competitive I just think maybe he's being realistic, man. In, I think he's being... move up to fight Teal? I think maybe he's being... No I think maybe he's being realistic, bro, making his own lane. Like, if you look at it, we know he ain't fighting Shakur. We also know he ain't fighting Tank. Or at least the probability of that is is why, less than ten percent. Why is Tank right now? Yeah, right now. So, so, but that's my, something to build to. But my champ, that's what I'm telling you. So, so I'm gonna just keep waiting on a possible ten percent option of a Tank fight, maybe that I might no, not get. No, no, I'm no, making no. My no. Own like lane. I said, you got Frank Martin, you got Frank Martin, Bro, you, you got keep Kid Austin, you got Andy Cruz, Cliff, Cliff. And you got a lot of shit Cliff, to accomplish at one thirty-five, which is wide open. One forty is very sold up with the best fighters. I'm going to get to some other calls, Cliff. You you don't want to factor Damn, you, in. That's how you feel? No, I'm just saying you're not factoring in the way boxing works. Like, you mentioned, like, three cross-promotion fights, bro. Like, how many cross-promotion fights do you see top rank do per year, bro? Like, you're just living in a world that don't, don't exist. Do but, Ness, I, you say that, but... Uh, your what? titles is always your, a lot of your titles and a lot of our wishes and hopes as fans. Every morning when I come into your show is uh, like I mean yesterday's title. Yesterday's time, title literally said promotion. Yesterday's yesterday's title said would it happen with the promoter hurdles? Like promoter hurdles is right, always because, is always because there. we're always it's always that's always an issue. But we're never ruling it out, and we're always having shows with cross promotions. Depends on the name. Rarely. Depen a no, 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 
No, no. It depends on the name. Keyshawn's name ain't right. big enough to do a cross promotion. Can you admit that? Can you admit I could, that I, Keyshawn I isn't yes. Ryan? Yeah. He's I, not I even Devin. 100%. He's not even Devin in popularity. Hell no, no. Nah, he's, not, he's nine fights in, and he's fighting good fighters so already. Again, but, but, so, again, they got to offer you opportunities based off what they got, Cliff. They got Tio. I. I you swayed me. If you could, because of cross promotion, if you could get Tio, take it. That'll boost you up crazy, especially if you become a champion at 140. Fuck it, you you be you won because if you could do that, that's only gonna boost your career tremendously. You can move back to 35, you can stay at 140, you can do whatever fuck you want. So if you feel you could do it and you you want whatever, I you swayed me, you won. Fuck but it. you also now, looking at it just... glass half empty. You 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 keep looking at it like oh. What's he going to do? Like, bro, if you can legit beat T.O., homie, you belong. Like, literally after you said, if he beats T.O., what are he going to do? Lose to Devin, get beat up by Matisse? It's like, bro, why are you still counting them out? A 9-0 and kid like you call him. But let me double check how many fights he actually got. They are, uh, what's this? Oh, boy, this dog is so needy. Keyshawn is non-fighting, so you were correct. So, my bro, he would be making history. Think about it. Uh, he would be falling in between. Listen to this. He would be falling in between Vasil Lomachenko and Guillermo Rigondeaux. Guillermo Rigondeaux got his first title shot in 12 fights. Uh, Loma in two fights. Keyshawn would be in 10 you know what I mean? That would be faster than Shakur, and it would be versus Tio if this is all real. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I don't know, man. I mean, look, you just started listening to this show. Maybe you've heard me say this in the past, but I tell these fighters all the time, make your own fucking lane. Stop waiting around, man. Make your own lane. You know what I'm saying? It's already super... And Cliff ain't even factoring this in. My homie, how hard is it for for, 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 for top rank to find Shakur fight. You understand? This is Keyshawn seeing this shit firsthand. He's seeing how hard it is for you to get Shakur fight. His, his big bro retiring out of frustration. So you telling me, if they telling Keyshawn, fuck it, we could get you a Tio fight, a dude that, that won't even fight Shakur. You know what I'm saying? Keyshawn gonna turn it down? No, you can't turn that shit down. But speaking of Shakur and Tio... Check this out. This is, I believe, on Cigar Talk. Shout out to Danny on Twitter, always clipping shit. Shakur is a very talented, skillful, technique fighter. Yeah. You know, can't take anything away from it. However, scared to get hit. Mm. Scared to get knocked out in front of the world. Scared to get touched up in front of the world. And Are you saying that all for the last fight or just you in general? In general. In general. Yeah. In general. Me and Shakur sparred before. We did three rounds and it was just light work and, and me trying to figure out his jab. Does he have a good jab? Yeah, he does. But once you pass it, once you pass his jab, it's game. Yeah. It's food. It's lunch food. Mm. Shakur is a very talented. Damn, called him lunch food. Let's see how Shakur reacts to that, man. Um, maybe he, he asks for that fight. And this is what I'm saying, right? Like, you got Cliff saying, oh, no, don't move up to Keyshawn. But we had PBC, you know, just reveal that they was offering Matias 
to move up. And he never fought nobody with plenty of big names left at 140. They was offering him the boots and the Stan Leonis fight. Like, this is a part of boxing, bro. Like, we literally talking about Crawford moving up three divisions. We've talked about Regal moving up three divisions and Brooke moving up two divisions and Khan moving up two divisions. It sounds like I'm fucking rapping right now with the amount of people I'm bringing up. Like, nah, this is a part of the sport. It's just become more common. Um, but I'm here for it. You know, uh, Teal was just a 35-pounder anyway. Like, why are we acting like he's so big? For uh, Keyshawn, who, again, they the same age, I'm pretty sure, right? Like, don't forget that, that the experience that T.O. got in the ring, Keyshawn has uh, internationally. Keyshawn is 24 years old. So, T.O., what is he? 26, maybe? Has he even turned 28? Let me see. Because Tank is 28, 29. T.O.'s 26. So, it's like, yo... That's only two years, which is four fights. It's only four fights, you know, at that at that T.O. level anyway, not at the Keyshawn level. Keyshawn could sneak in a good eight fights in two years, depending on the level of opposition. Uh, but even even Keyshawn probably can't do that because Keyshawn's already fighting ten rounders. This is a this is a twelve rounder. Keyshawn, oh no, he's in another ten rounder. So again, you know, maybe they could slide in three fights per year giving him another six in the extra two years. But it's not that much. It is a lot of experience because of who T.O. is for. But they still did, man. Like, this kid's been fighting internationally. He's been fighting without headgear on, on an Olympic level. That's not where T.O., you know, went. T.O., I'm pretty sure, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure he... He didn't make the American team, so he went and fought for Honduras. You know what I'm saying? So Keyshawn made the American team. He Keyshawn meddled up. Like, um, maybe we underestimating what he could potentially do is all I'm trying to say and, and highlight. Uh, Gio, what up? Yo. What's good, champ? What's up, Nez, man? It's been a good minute. Uh, shout out to the boxing voice, man. Uh, yeah, no, that that uh, that interview. Uh, I I don't know. It's probably like about the same level of PVC, except it looked nicer. <laughs> um, say that again, champ. I didn't follow. You said what little interview? I said uh, the interview for Top Rank was like about the same level as the interview for uh, PVC. It just it looked oh, a little bit better. Oh, you mean the press conference? The press conference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. No. 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 Thurman added way more excitement. That. Yeah. Well. That. That's true. You know. Uh, Keith Thurman always makes a good show when he's getting interviewed. I expect the team to do more, but he was busy just reading one word from that book, which was "Be Water." <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bruce um, Lee's his mentor. Remember. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Lee would be a little disappointed. <laughs> Man, all I got to say is, you know, the fact that Keyshawn was performing how he was performing while he was smoking weed is fucking incredible. <laughs> that's all I got to say, man. From, from me that I smoke weed when I play basketball. Bro, I feel like that's I'm where I'm at with it. Out. Wasn't he like your hero when you heard it? Yeah. Cause it I'm was like, like, damn, how the fuck are you fighting all these rounds and, and you're not, not showing it? It's like, fuck. Exact, bro, like, 
Immediately, I don't know shit about other sports, but I remember that dude from the, the Dolphins, Ricky Williams, and he was such a good running back while smoking weed, and they 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 they, they try to penalize him, and he like fuck it, I'm quitting the NFL because I love weed so much, and uh, he was great, he was a right. great running back. So I haven't seen that since Keyshawn. I mean, since Ricky Williams is like goddamn an elite level athlete smoking, op- and open with it. And now he changed his stance. That shit hurting, man. It hurt. It hurt. No, you definitely is for like publicity to make it, you know, not like, oh, let's clear up his image and all that bullshit. But it, I still think it's fucking incredible because I was watching his fights after his first two wins. I watched every single one of his fights. And the fact that I didn't even know he was smoking and he was performing how he was performing. Exactly. I was like, what the fuck? That's my point. It's incredible. <laughs> That's my point, man. He, so he should have embraced it and he should have. You know, they could have got him, you know, uh, sponsorships, weed sponsorships. Like, bro, you got you to gotta show the world a different image of, of the plant. And, and he could have been the spokesperson, bro. Like, I, I, I hate that they're yeah. trying to clean it up like, it's, it, like he's doing something wrong. No, it's like you said, look how shocked you are. And there will be more people shocked if they keep uh, highlighting that this elite-level athlete is performing at a high level. While smoking marijuana, uh, but 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 I feel well, like I feel like they got they made all that shit up for hit for the clean up his image and and it, and it really hurts, it really hurts. Oh yeah, I mean, and they're they're probably scared because they think like oh if boxing changes it that all the sport has to change it because it's not really it's not really enhancing somebody. It's just it just shows you they could fucking perform to incredible levels while they're doing this. Bro, which is crazy because in football, I, I I hear they smoke there now. In basketball, they do it in UFC. So, like, I don't get why boxing is still on some bullshit, man. Yeah, no, that, that, that shit's wild. But, uh, yeah, that's all I had to say, man. Uh, I can't wait to see this fight. I hope it's better than what uh, Shakur was on Thursday night. So, that's all I can say. Word. Appreciate you, champ. Appreciate you. Uh, Matador, what up? Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the press conference. Um, yeah, it was, it's kind of, a lot of people think it's odd. Like, I don't really care about what people do. Like, I don't really judge people because who are we to judge? So him reading the book, I I was like, okay, like, you know, that's, that's just what he does. Like, a lot of people think it's weird. He's weird and... Like he's like way out there. Like sometimes it it looks like he just he's just talking too much. But I kind of just block it out and just focus on what he does in fights and how he performs. Um, so I, so I don't know. Like we can't really judge him on what he does. But uh, I think it's still a good fight. I think I think he's gonna do the same thing like he did with uh, Taylor. Like he's just gonna. I think he's in a better state of mind now than he was before. Because uh, he looked like he looked like in those uh, top rank videos, he looks like he's in a like he he got to be with this kid and he looks like more calm as opposed to before where he was acting more like like I don't know like stuff affected him even more. Now he seems like in a better state of mind. So I I think that's good for him personally for his performance on Thursday. Um, 
Keyshawn and uh, Pedraza. I didn't like what Pedraza said when he's like, I don't think I should have signed this fight. When I when I heard that, I kind of like, I kind of like went back and looked. I'm like, what? Like, why would you say that? That that doesn't sound good. Like, it doesn't sound good on like, kind of like when uh, Dobson said uh, at the welcome to Las Vegas sign when he said like, a scared fighter is a, is a dangerous fighter. Like, that's what I got. Like, I'm like, whoa, like that, you know. I don't want to hear someone say, like, I shouldn't have signed this fight. Like, I don't care if that Keyshawn shouldn't have signed, but he said it himself. He's like, I shouldn't have signed. Like, why? Like, did something happen? Like, I don't know. Was, did, did he not get the money he was promised? Like, some, something's weird there. Don't you think? He's never said that before. Yeah, no, I just think that he meant uh, in terms of the danger. Like, you know, he shouldn't have signed and neither should Keyshawn. I think that... Because that was the question. Like, do you think he made a mistake, quote-unquote mistake, taking this fight with you? So he's like, yeah, he made a mistake. But so did I. Because he understands that Keyshawn is... Uh, he's of that. He's cut like that, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, I, I, it just... I don't know. I, I wish he chose better words, I guess. I wish he just chose better words to say that because those, those sound like, you know, not like threatening words for a fight like doesn't sound like you're coming in there to win but um as far as uh man you know what i respect you Fimo, trying to get that terrence crawford fight like how could you not how could you not defend that like that like him i think he's genuine when he says that. i don't think he's playing when he says that when he wanted lomachenko he wanted lomachenko when he wanted taylor he wanted him before he, he was even at 40. Yeah, but... Now but, he wants he's selective. He wants proper. Nah, I think he's selective. When he wanted Lomachenko, he said it everywhere. Like, he didn't even mention it right there. That was the, 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 you know, U.S. and internationally streamed pest conference. You supposed to say it right there. Like, after this, I want Crawford. After this, hopefully Crawford don't, you know, avoid me. After this, I'm activated. I'm calling Paco, like... He's not doing none of the shit he used to do when it came to Loma. Uh, he knows. Like, today he was asked specifically. I, I, I'm glad you brought it up. Hopefully the, the part I cut, because I didn't, I didn't cut this piece to show y'all this specifically, but it is here. This was a secondary piece of information that went with the Keyshawn that I just completely, you know, forgot to show y'all. But here's another video post press conference um kind of of Tio talking about Keyshawn uh because I know people like to think that I imagine shit but here goes the video Listen, I know you're not I know you're not one to overlook fighters during fight week but are you going to contact Terrence Crawford's team after this fight yeah I would like to so, yeah, I'm stopping it there just to say shout out to ES News for the video. Second, you see that energy? Yeah, I would like to. Nah, yeah, after this, Paco already knows what it is. You know, is he, he going to have to vacate? None of that. None of that. And, 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 again, he's a multiple division WBO champ. He has a specific status that he can use because of that to enforce a Crawford fight or make Crawford – publicly vacate the belt so I, i'm with you that he calls people loud and he normally does what he says and he might be serious i'm just saying that there's a better way to do it now the second half of this will be about Keyshawn. loma early stoppage 
Tio, what happened up there on the stage with um, between you and Keyshawn? Told him don't bite the bullet. He bit the bullet. What do you want me to say now? See, so again, today we learned that PBC offered a 140-pound fighter with only one belt, no unification, one loss already, no big name on his resume, the fight with Boots. But somehow, it's far-fetched for y'all to believe that the silver medalist can get an in-house fight with Tio, even though Tio's telling him, don't bite the bullet. What's the bullet? Is the bullet the metaphorical bullet that, that, that top rank is, is firing? Telling him, do you want a title shot at this kid that's too experienced for you? According to Tio, right? Because why is he calling it a bullet? Loma, early stoppage. Tio, what happened up there on the stage with, um, between you and Keyshawn? Told him, don't bite the bullet. He bit the bullet. What do you want me to say now? Teofimo. Now you see the extra You gotta look at these Like is this is not just audio You need to see those, those were extra facial expressions That he's making After saying what he said You know uh, As if he wants to say more You know he wants to say more But they're not they, No one followed up and, and Spanish media took him away But you can tell I'll play it one more time Cause sometimes you know we don't see things until it's brought to the light. Loma early stoppage. Tio, what happened up there on the stage with um, between you and Keyshawn? Told him don't bite the bullet. He bit the bullet. What do you want me to say now? Teofimo, para ser leyenda, para ser leyenda. And you seen that face. Is there a future fight there? They ask him. And you seen his face. Like, I don't know. I'm interpreting that face like, I don't know. Maybe. Is it worth it? Would he dare? Right? I don't know. Let's play that back. Para ser leyenda, necesita respetar al leyenda. Para ser leyenda. Say no. Teofimo. Teofimo, para ser leyenda. So the, the reporter actually said, after replaying it three, four times, is that a future fight you would entertain? I happen to get lucky and pause it on the face he made. You know, it, it, it's not necessarily a face of no. Para ser leyenda, necesita respetar al leyenda. So, that's that second clip. Um, but yeah, getting back to the callers. Again, this is about inventory. Maybe Top Rank doesn't have the inventory to give to Keyshawn, and they got a certain contract. Maybe they told him things, right? Like, people forget that Loma got a title shot in two fights. That's things you talk about. Look at look at the contract we just seen from Matias. They said, hey, we can guarantee you Steve Claggett. We can't guarantee you Tio. This is Top Rank. So maybe for Top Rank, they told Keyshawn, hey, we can guarantee you a title fight in 10 fights. You guys don't know what, what was said in these boardrooms. Uh, Lucky Love, what up? What's poppin' this? You got me? Yup. Word, word. Shout out TBV. Y'all on YouTube, hit that like button. Shout out to Ness and the community taking care of the, 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 the boy while he's driving home from work. Um, I got a question. What is that status? Pardon my casualness. What is that status you said T.O. got where he could challenge Crawford? Uh, either he bro got a fight or he got a vacate. 
WBO super champion status. He's already been named WBO super champion. He don't even got a mandatory because of that. Or at least doesn't have a mandatory for, I think, 17 months or 18 months. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, the main reason I called was because I heard you say that T.O. was sell or sold 12,000 tickets and he competing with, with a football game, an important game. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl, bro. And I think he might be benefiting because he's he fighting in the same city the game is played. You in Vegas. You didn't know the Super Bowl was in Vegas? I'm in Florida. I left I left Vegas uh, for a couple of months because of the cold. But, yeah, but gotcha. remember remember when Shakur fought, there was another event. It was F1, and I get F1 and football is two different things, but, like, it didn't help Shakur, you know? And well, it was a Thursday. And, uh, and Tio will just get credit, which Shakur didn't because he didn't sell 12,000, right? Uh, fuck, if Tio really sells 12, they going they going they going to give him credit. Now here's my question though, is he piggybacking? Cuz they already out there. The football team show up for media. Yeah, but that's uh, what I'm saying. It I, don't matter. It don't matter if he's piggybacking. That's the whole point. ESPN as a network is acting top rank uh as a partner to do these events on Thursdays to cater to those big events, to cater to F1. Bob said that was ESPN that acts to for them to do that. So that's just something they got to do for they for they broadcasting partner on GP. They got to do that. So uh, the fact that whoever they put in that slot can actually make the money versus lose money because they going to have to do it regardless of win or lose. They got to do it. So, so yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I don't know if you, if you Bob and, 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 and I'm going to have to Google Shakur because I don't want to. You know, say the wrong ones. I'm going to see what he sold, but go ahead. That's what I was going to say. Did the Formula One event happen at the same time as his fight? It was that weekend. Uh, Shakur okay. fight was Thursday. Formula One was like uh, Friday. Okay, that's where I fucked up then. Okay. So I was under the impression it was happening at the same time, and I was like, nah, T.O. got hella people filing in for the Super Bowl. They already there for the week, just waiting. So, but now that makes sense. Then I thought the, the F1 event was at the same time as the Shakur fight. Nah, nah, nah. Shakur did the same thing. He fought on the Thursday before the event. All right. Well, shit, that's all I got right here. Shout out TBV. Y'all hit that like button. Get that chat rolling. All right. Uh, let me see. The Las Vegas Journal might have reported it. Uh, I'm going to go to Al in the Bay while I try to skim this article. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up? What up? in the Bay Area. Um, yeah, man. Um, that'd be a good fight. Um, I definitely think Keyshawn is biting off more than he can chew. Mm, uh, can I interrupt you for one second and see what I'm saying? Yeah. See, this, this gives T.O. fuel to the fire. He says... Oh, they, 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 they prioritized the black fighter. Shakur fought on Thursday, 6,700. If T.O. ain't lying, because we don't know if he lying, and he did double, he's proven that they not giving him the attention that he deserves when he sells more than the people that they pushing. Because if Shakur sold 67 in Las Vegas, before that he sold 5,000 in Atlanta, then, then, then I don't know. You know, people need to start... Checking what T.O. is saying. But go ahead, champ. 
Yeah, man. Um, that's a big jump, you know. Um, especially your first world title. Um, you you're fighting somebody who's a multiple world champion, who's proven, um, who's beat the top dogs in division. So it's it's gonna be hard for me to say, oh, Keyshawn can win this fight, you know, because. We know when T.O.'s on, T.O. is on. You know, he can hang with the best of them. Now when he's off and his mind ain't right, you know, then he can lose to the worst of them. So uh, I think T.O.'s one of those fighters. Um, he can only get up where he had, when he sees somebody who's like, he think is real competitive. You know, I feel like if he don't think they're real competitive, I don't think his juices is going to go. I don't think he's going to work as hard. So, um, I think that would be the only thing Keyshawn has working for him. Um, that T.O. think he's, you know, he's he's easy. You know, you know he's going to be a walkthrough. And so, he's not going to work as hard. And, you know, he's going to put those little weak, uh, videos on like that one video where he's punching a punching bag and it's obviously is cut and the thing stuffing out of it is like he's like do stuff like that like showboat but you know he's not gonna work as hard so I don't know I think but if T.O. focus and be on his grind it's gonna be a long day for Keyshawn I'll tell you that you know, that's my call. And if somebody got a problem with that, you know, they need to learn boxing. All right. for Just yeah. just for the facts, I did Google both. So the Las Vegas Journal, uh, watch, which is obviously local and, and would be on hand for a Las Vegas uh, event, is reporting that uh, Shakur did 6,700 on that Thursday. Uh, when I Googled for the Atlanta fight, um, you had uh, Ring Magazine report that he did 5,100, I believe. I put those links in the Discord. Um, yeah, so... 5,123, so somebody needs to follow up. I wish Danny was on the show. You know, you guys need to remind Danny tomorrow when he's back out there to follow up uh, maybe with with, with Evan Korn of Top Rank or someone like that that can verify that they're a couple of hundred away from 12,000 tickets. That's impressive. Bordy, $5.00. Uh, so quick question. Nobody but Tank and Ryan of the new Four Kings gonna fight each other? Yeah, I mean, um, T.O. T.O. did an interview today and he said that uh, Devin and Matias didn't want to fight him and that's why he was forced to fight Jermaine Ortiz and he thanked Kevin, Evan Korn for uh, helping, you know, get the fight with Jermaine Ortiz. Um, we do know that there was an offer sent to Matias, but we also know that there was a hand injury and scheduling conflict because of the injury. He was not able to take anything, uh, before April and because of 
T.O. having already a date, he was not able to push it back. He he needed to fight on this Thursday. Um, so I don't think it was an issue of anybody ducking anybody. Now, the Devin situation, that's a different situation. Uh, I'm neutral because I'm not with Devin. I wasn't on the phone when Devin received the phone call from, from T.O. where he claims on our interview that we did out at, at, at our friend's studio in Las Vegas at Hardeen uh, that T.O. was intoxicated when he called him trying to make a fight. I don't know. I don't know if that's not true or not. All I know is that no matter what I say, this is the Haney voice, but I also know that I know Devin since he was 12. So if that's what he said, that's what I believe. It's just that simple. You know, you guys won't understand that, but I know Bruce, Shushu Karens, and my shirt came, by the way. You know, because I know these kids, like, when they was kids. So I'm a believe, Shushu. You see me rock out with, with Chris Colbert till the wheels fell off, and they still ain't fall off. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't understand what y'all want from certain individuals that have just been following someone's career forever, you know? Matt Bet $105, he says, 1.5 milliliters. Ness, professing his love and loyalty. I love with heart emojis you. Mary Jane, he says, no smoking, Mary Jane. Get out of here, bro. Get out of here, bro. We got to. Uh, Kareem Abdul, welcome to the prospect. No, excuse me. Uh, no, no, just sending a $2 super chat. Fifth one on a live stream. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see what we got. Big if, what it do? Yo, salute, man. You hear me? Yes, sir. Yo, salute to you, man. Salute to you. I'm looking forward to the fights um, on Thursday. I'm excited for the um the Keyshawn fight, man. I want to see how he does, and of course, To is gonna be is, is gonna be action packed. Um, I don't know who's who's gonna fight next and all that, but um, I got a question though: Is, is Danny covering the fight? He's out there, right? Yeah, he's gonna be in the building. I I because uh, yeah because uh first of all, I want to shout out um Danny man in my in my Tim Boski voice man. Salute to the man them like Danny man, my Killy Danny ring walk walk. But uh, salute to Danny, man. But um, I don't know. I was here. I was listening to some interview, like a, a I think probably yesterday or like today. I don't remember when. But um, I could have sworn Danny was asking a question to To. Yeah. And To was and To acted like a dick. Yep. Was yo? I thought that was Danny's voice. I was like, yo, what what, what happened, man? What y'all did to, to um to To, man? My bro, got beef? That, that's the thing. Danny used to be covering To before he covered Tank, before he covered Devin. Everybody, he was in T.O.'s gym. So these fighters is wild sensitive. So once Daniel start covering Devin and being in Devin spawn sessions, that's it. You a traitor. You you know you you the ops, and and it's been like that ever since. So not only did T.O. stop fucking with him, but Roly now don't like him. So now Roly don't even Damn. fuck with T.O., but he still don't like Danny. <laughs> You know, it's, it's 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 extra whack in this game, bro. Like, I I thank God every day. Bro, you don't even know, bro. I'm telling you. I'm going to tell you some real life shit. I used to pray every day that this show got big enough where I ain't got to go to the fight because they treat you like Pavarazzi, for one. 
not just the not just the fighters, but the 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 the, uh, the promotion. It, it's like you get no respect. You 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 be waiting in line, and the motherfucking fighter be like, "Man, I'm out." And and it's it's just it. It's like, yo, you drove four four hours. You spent two three thousand dollars to get to this fight. It don't matter. You understand? So, nah, they terrible, man. You seen how they treated him, bro? That's crazy. Uh, but this is this is a common thing, and it's laughed at. Then you got these 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 geeks, cause that's what they are. You know, we all know they ain't never been in shit. Half these motherfuckers, they're a bunch of geeks. So they they'll post. Like, oh, reporter gets roasted by Tia Fimo. Because they go, they geeks, you know what I'm saying? They geeks. But it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Danny for fighting yeah. a good fight. Because that's what happens. When you ask well. a tough question, Tyson Fury kicks you out of the of the media workout. Yeah. You ask a tough yeah. question, Tia Fimo deflects. You ask a tough question, Leonard Etherby jumps up to defend Floyd. You know what I mean? So shout out to the motherfuckers. This is asking the tough questions. Not afraid. No, no, no. Not, talk, not trying to rub elbows. Now, real talk. Salute to y'all, man. The fact that these people are kind of like, like they don't really rock with y'all shows that you're not glazing all the boxes out here. You give your opinion. You, 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 you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple channels that just like, just brown nose and glaze everybody. And they just soft shoe around every every topic. Don't ask the hard questions. That's why y'all the voice of the people. But I just wanted to confirm it because I could I could have sworn that was Danny's voice, man. But anyway, salute to you. Salute to um, Ring Walk Danny. And I'm out, man. Peace. It's like it's like it's like the, the Shakur shit. We 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 not cool with Shakur because he feels we the Haney voice because we feel he should have took the deal, the same deal that the whole fucking world feels he should have took. Like, but look at these, look at this line of fighters. Like these motherfuckers think they're gonna be Floyd. They never gonna be Floyd. They never gonna be Floyd because Floyd never ever got fucking bothered by media to this level. You understand? And and Floyd never got mad if you picked against him. He just proved you wrong, and he gloated. And that gloat that gloating became arrogance to people. So they paid to watch him lose. But these dudes can't see that. My man, I I know y'all know, but y'all gonna act like y'all don't know. That Shakur stopped being friends with Richards and Hitchens over that little interview, over the little Delo Santos interview. Yeah, the, the the one where he said, "Nah, Shakur got to be careful and all that shit." Yeah, yeah, they ain't friends no more. This the world we living in, bro. So if they ain't gonna be friends with with motherfuckers, they was in the Olympics with and 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 and, 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 and slept in bunk beds with. Of course, they're not gonna be friends with motherfuckers who gonna keep it real. Uh, and, and got an opinion on a boxing show. You know what I mean? But what did Keyshawn say at the end of his motherfucking... Uh, let me see. I still got it pulled up, right? Let me see. Yeah, you take that for what it is. You know what I'm saying? My man cut off his own friend. Now, Africa's not his friend. That he he considered the ops. Come on, bro. This shit is bananas. <laughs> this shit is bananas, man. It's crazy. Like it went from competition to like, I'ma shoot you. I wanna kill you. I don't want you to eat. You the ops. You the enemy because you picked against me. Like, bro, get fucking real. It's a sport. People gonna pick one side and the other side. Like you can't alienate. Motherfuckers, because they ain't pick you. 
Shit is extra weird bananas. Adrian, what up? Héctor, querido, ¿cómo estás? Chilling. Glad, glad to hear that. Yeah, I kind of got inspired by the, by the last caller, just to say a few words, you know. The same thing that, that is happening to you, like getting, like, a, you know, I never, I never, you know, me sigo asombrando. It's just like the level of softness in people like for stupid stupid things you know stupid like likes tweets uh social media it just it's crazy it's out of this world like uh we're living in a in a time where you literally you just can't have a different opinion about anything with anybody and uh with fighters are Fighters are in a, I think it's, it's the time that you can see that are most sensitive, like in, in all times. So, yeah, I think right, it's, right, it's refreshing Adrian, to see. Adrian sensitive. The fact that you stop being friends with someone live on Twitter is insane to me. Like, if I ain't fucking with you, I'm going to tell you in your fucking text message because you're my boy. I'm a, I message exactly. you. You understand? Like... Yeah, and what about proving somebody wrong? Like you don't believe me? Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna use it like a motivation uh, to fuel myself. Yeah, it's just like uh, I don't know. I I don't even understand these fighters. Like they they not even promoting the, themselves. But when when you say something like just a little bit negative about themselves, they they flip. They go crazy. They they want to shoot you. They want to go to the extreme. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they they are doing the, they are managing social media the right way. They are growing up with the social media, and they don't know how to handle it. I think it's that's one of the main issues. Like, uh, you see, Carvonta Davis responding to comments on Twitter, bro. What are you doing responding to random people on Twitter? Like, uh, with a hundred followers, sixty followers. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, shit crazy. With a Fake picture, like that guy is a nobody. He's a troll. Why are you getting triggered? You're rich. You're a you're a superstar. Calm the fuck down. Go to the beach. Take a vacation. I don't know. It's just they need some. They need to have somebody on their corner just to to have some training for social media, just to not be soft. You know, and the fighters are are a reflect on the society. Society is, is like that too. You know, boxing fans. Boxing fans don't don't even get me started with boxing fans. Like if you don't like, uh, you know, if if I don't like uh, Haney or if I don't like Teofimo and you like Teofimo, it's just like now I don't fuck with you, fans. It's just uh, yeah, it's, know, it's, nah. it's what I say every day, my bro. It's gang banging. It's like you said. I like Teofimo. You like uh, Devin Haney, we can't be friends, and we got to go at each other because I think Haney's going to win, and you think Teofimo's going to... It's like, God damn, bro, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's definitely like... A, I didn't grow up like that, so, you know, I'm adapting too. I'm, a, I'm adapting too. But, yeah, you, you got you to gotta find ways to navigate and to try to teach, you know, the, the young guys the way, try to pave the way for them. But yeah, it's definitely not easy. 
and it's gonna get a little a little bit more like harder. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be difficult. But yeah, man, I hope we get some new fighters with uh, with some backbone. You know, uh, I, I like to think Canelo is like that. I don't know that for a fact because of the how how many journalists in Mexico uh, talk bad about him. I mean, Canelo. He, Canelo's not like that because he went and sat down with David Faltanzón. He's just like Mayweather. Yeah. Mayweather sat down with, with Brian Kenny. You understand? That's what I said. These guys will never be Mayweather. And someone said, Ness, you can't say that. Motherfucker, I'm right. proving it. Mayweather sat down. <laughs> he sat down with Brian Kenny and he made an icon. That shit still get views right now. Because you don't, yeah. you don't block... You don't block your detractors, you prove them wrong. You don't That's block. Right. This is a competitive sport. You don't block the detract, you prove them wrong. These guys, they're not, man, whatever, bro. You need to put that on a, on a t shirt, Ness. You need to put that on a t shirt. Yeah, Ness. But anyway, man, that's, that's my call, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to, to the TV community and keep working hard, man. You'll appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for making us international. Shout out to Adrian all the way in Uruguay. Yo, you got to listen to earlier show, Adrian. We needed your uh, opinion on something someone said over uh, about your culture, right? And uh, obviously, I don't remember the specifics, but so pay attention to earlier show. Uh, your culture was brought up, and we definitely need your expertise on that. Uh, Jonathan Lambarena, $2. It's because Danny is a Haney henchman. Keep it up, champ. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He was covering T.O. first. He was covering T.O. first, bro. You know? Um, and, 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 uh, again, logic don't work, bro. Lo lo logic don't work. It's like, uh, remember he, he, he says something like, Shakur says something like, oh, I had Ness in my house playing spades. So that means I'm supposed to say that the deal is bad. <laughs> somehow, you know, somehow because I'm from North and we played spades, I got to lie. No, that deal was good, champ. That deal was so good. It was so good. You should have called Haney's bluff to the maximum fucking power. You know what I'm saying? That deal was so good. It was so good. It's never been a deal like that, man. There's never been a deal like that. That was a good deal, in my opinion. You know, I'm a stand on that. I think that was a very good deal. And 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 imagine what life would have been like right now had that fight taken place. We don't even know. What could have been the rematch? You know? Would that would that would that have turned into a trilogy? DJ, no, D-Jack, D-Jack gifted one membership to some of, to one of you lucky guys. Let's see who got it. I don't know if I could find it at this point. Anybody want to tell me? Okay, okay. It was gifted to Cash G. Lucky you. Uh, we got Bullsworth. What up? Got to unmute player. Bullsworth, got to unmute your mic on Twitter. 
If you're watching this on YouTube, hit that thumbs up. Remember, once we get to 500, we opening up that live chat. It is absolutely free to hit the thumbs up. But I, I found that if I unlock my live chat, we just don't get to them goals. And we need them goals. We got to crush them goals. I'm trying to get to 189,000 subscribers. So if you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do so. Bullsworth, we finally hear you. What it do? What up, Ness? Chilling, baby. What up with you? Man, Tio is cringe, bro. Mm. He talking about that book. He don't even know how to say it. You said what? That's Jikunda. Oh, oh, when he said the book. But he said, he did correct himself, though. He said Jikundo, or then he said, uh, or do, I don't know. Yeah, he said do or do, and he smiled. He, he corrected himself, no? Yeah, it, that, that book isn't even written by Bruce. That's written by his daughter, uh, Shannon Lee. Shout out to you, champ. You over here knowing about that book. I ain't no shit about that book. I watch a Bruce Lee movie, yeah. though. Hey, yo, what you think about John Ryder retiring? I'm a little disappointed. I feel like uh, he could have still gave some good fights. His name was, you know, it, it became a global name. And uh, I feel like Berlanga still would have been a good fight for Ryder. But I understand, like, he, he don't want to, he don't want to, you know, he don't want to be a journeyman. Even though he said that in his post fight that he wouldn't mind continuing and being a journeyman because... He would get good money, man. My man made four, what was it, four million pounds for fucking uh, Zach Parker or some shit? That's insane. You know, so, uh, yeah, man, he would have he he done all right. But again, I'm not in there doing the camps, taking the punches, so I respect his opinion. Uh, he, he, did, he had a good career, especially towards the later half. It's like I said, you started out domestic. Uh, you, you lost... You lost by knockout to Nick Blackwell, and from that you were able to to come back to this height, fighting in Guadalajara with with, with Canelo and giving Jaime a, 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 a fight. I don't know. I think you know he had a decent career, man. I mean, he never was a world champ, so you know you can get some haters to say that, but he made some decent money on his back half of his career. He's gonna be able to retire and be good, what it looks like. Yeah, man. I, I think he had a few more in too. But um, another thing that's I, you always say this wrong, brother. It's um, uh, fool me once, uh, shame on uh, you, and then it's fool me twice, shame on me. I just noticed you always be saying that wrong, brother. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. Hey, man. You know, can't get them all right. <laughs> nah, but you know what it is? You know what it is? I'm always, I'm older than y'all too. So, so I, I did come up on George Bush fucking it up and becoming a joke. So I probably learned the way he said it because it was so viral back then before viral was viral. But like, but isn't that like the biggest yeah. mistake uh, of that phrase is George Bush, right? Yeah, yeah, he said that during, um, oh, yeah, it was during a speech. He didn't even say it right. He said, fool me once, uh, shame on you. And then he said, fool me twice. You fool me once, you can't fool me again. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so <fun. laughs> All right, bro, thank you so much, man. Nah, appreciate it, man, appreciate it. Thanks for calling in and uh, extending the show. Uh, certainly last call for callers, so this is your opportunity. I I'm going to keep the Discord in my face, because I said that earlier, and then 
two people jumped on, and I didn't realize till after I ended the show. Uh, so I'm going to give you a few seconds since this is on a bit of a delay. Um, so uh, we got, uh, what is this, Albolga, Albolga, or Albulga? He says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> Bush was drunk. They funny. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Once again, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. All right, all right, all right. I think that we've gotten everybody. Nest GTO, Instagram, and Twitter right back at you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern. Peace.